Welcome to the Health Uncovered podcast. We have another amazing guest for you today. Anu Sim is a national board certified health coach and the visionary founder of Nine Arms of Wellness. It is known for her innovative approach to optimal wellness. Based in La Jolla, California, but extending her expertise nationwide, Anu's practice is a beacon for those embarking on their wellness journey. She possesses a unique talent for guiding clients through their current state to their desired state of wellness. Specializing in a sustainable weight management, Anu teaches her clients how to eat harmoniously with their microbiome. By focusing on dietary adjustments that align with the needs of the microbiome, she helps her clients maintain a healthy weight and improve overall gut health. Her approach is especially acclaimed among those facing metabolic challenges and digestive distress, including conditions like IBS, SIBO. Anu's expertise is particularly valuable for individuals aiming to reduce their reliance on medications for lifestyle diseases. At the core of Anu's philosophy is a profound dedication to educating people about the transformative power of food as medicine. This life mission is encapsulated in her upcoming book, which focuses on nurturing the microbiome through targeted dietary choices. Anu's insights and expertise grounded in her experience and heartfelt dedication to wellness make her a captivating and knowledgeable guest. I am so excited for you guys to learn from Anu today. Our key takeaways from today's episode will be what led Anu to start health coaching, learning about what the nine arms of wellness method is, why so many people struggle with weight loss and making it stick, best tips for getting started right now with weight loss, especially after the holidays, and I will share a little bit about my own coaching experience with Anu. So without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome to the Health Uncovered podcast, your go-to podcast for all things health, healing, and what to do next on your health journey. I'm your host, Mercedes Cook, a doctor of chiropractic and a diplomate in chiropractic cranial cervical junction procedures. Each week, my guests and I will be uncovering treatment options and health tips to help you get to the root cause of your health issues. If you're tired of seeing doctor after doctor with no answers, then the show is for you. You'll learn all kinds of healthcare options that you may have not known existed that will help you move forward on your healing journey more confident than ever. I invite you to stay open and curious. All right, let's get into today's episode. Hi, Anu. Welcome to the Health Uncovered podcast. I'm so excited to have you with us today. I would love for you to start by just telling our listeners how you became a health coach and what got you into this kind of work. Thank you, Mercedes. Pleasure to be here. Like most of us in the health and wellness field, you know, we just don't start our journey in a classroom or a clinic, right? It's our own health struggles that kind of get us into this field. Our passion is ignited by our own struggles. So my story is not very, it's not different from others. You know, it's the same struggles, mine and my child's that really got me excited about health coaching. Yeah. So for me, for example, you know, I was um, pretty tired of the conventional medical approaches. It wasn't really working for my child or for myself. 
And so that got me thinking about it. You know, I started uh, looking deeper and using my science background to find out, is there anything else I should be doing at this point? So I started digging deeper into that. And I realized that diet and is a powerful lever. And that got me excited. And I started researching about it. And eventually that led me to coaching, you know, that led me to coaching others. Because when I saw my own health change and that of my child, I kind of knew that there was something here that needed to be really examined, you know, so that's how I got into coaching. Yes, I love that. And could you talk a little bit, you have a very unique way of coaching. It's called the nine arms of wellness. Can you tell us, well, one, what are the nine arms? And two, how did you develop this specific type of coaching? Absolutely. Like I was saying, as I started getting in, making changes in my own life and that of my child, started working with clients, I realized that it wasn't just diet. You know, yes, diet is an important lever for a, a lot of changes in our health. But I noticed that there are many other things in our lifestyle that also matter. So around this time, I came across a continuum concept by Dr. John Travis. He was really well-known in the 70s as this alternative guru, an MD trained MD who just shifted to a wellness model rather than just focusing on illness. That's completely resonated with me. So Mercedes, his whole continuum was like, maybe one way just, uh, I know it's hard to do this on a podcast, but imagine yourself or a patient on this, just imagine a line or a path and there's illness on one side, wellness on the other. So most of us, and you probably can, you know, connect with this too, have clients who start at like a midpoint, you know, like they neither sink nor they're, you know, they're just somewhere in the middle, but something happens, they have an accident, they go through a car accident or something happens and they shift to the illness end of the continuum. And that's when they need you. They need a doctor. They need someone to bring them, make them whole again, right? So a doctor's role is to bring that patient from that point of illness or disease or whatever to bring them back to midpoint. The doctor's role is not to take them to high wellness. That is complete entirely on the patient or the client. It is their responsibility. And for me, that really spoke volumes about how important diet and lifestyle is in our, in our journey. So when it becomes your responsibility, you start thinking, oh, I need to be on the, on the wellness end of things, right? You know, more than the illness. So you start changing habits. You start make, paying more attention to your diet and lifestyle choices. And that's how my whole vision for Nine Arms started. I thought, what if I created a model where my client is constantly cognizant of diet, sleep, hydration, better stress techniques, you know, connections with the community, environment, toxins inside and outside, they're always going to be in this conversation. I have, I have clients tell me, Anu, I have nine arms of wellness in my mind all the time. So when does that happen? When habits become part of your life, right? You start developing good habits and they stick. 
So that's pretty much how I started the Nine Arms of Wellness. It really happened very organically, just because of my own interest in, you know, health and wellness. Yeah, no, I love that. So can you tell us what exactly, what are each of the nine arms that you go through with your clients? And every client is different. And being a board certified health coach, I never push my, it is their journey. You know, they decide, they look at the model and they say, okay, I have a feeling that I need to start with diet. Let's say, for example. So the nine arms are diet, food and nutrition, sleep, hydration, stress techniques like breath work and meditation, movement, exercise, right? That's very important. And then we move on to self-care, environment. That's both the toxins that are bombarding us on a daily, you know, in our daily lives, and also the trauma inside, you know, and we don't ever sometimes don't think about the in- internal trauma. I had a client yesterday, 84 years old, just broke down thinking about her connection with the struggle with weight loss and her mom's constant berating of her being heavy. At 84, she still carried that trauma and she hadn't released it, regardless of how many therapy. And that was huge for me, just watching that at, at that, you know. And then moving on to connections. We are all about connections. Social connections are important. Also, the kind of environment the kind of people you you surround yourself with can make or break your habits. You know, if you're with people who are eating out all the time, eating fast food or drinking, you're apt to kind of go with the flow, right? But if you surround yourself with people who are like you, invested in their health, you're going to stick to your good habits. So this was like the framework for my clients. And, uh, during the course of the three months with each client, I don't ever do anything longer than three months. It gives me ample time to get to know a client and for them to get to know me and to know if this is, model is working for them. It has to work. And during that course of the three months, all of this happens organically. You know, I may ask, are you drinking enough water? You know, and that can just start an entire conversation about hydration, you know, or it could be like, Oh, I'm so stressed at work, you know, what are some things that you're doing to handle the stress? And that could bring a conversation about breath and a meditation in, you know, so a lot of it just happens because the client is in charge of their journey and I'm just the guy by the side helping them make the next choice. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. And I know, Anu, a lot of people come to you for coaching for various, you know, health conditions or digestive problems. But I know one big thing that you see quite a bit is people struggling with weight loss. So can you tell us over the years and everyone that you've coached, why do you think people struggle so much with weight loss and actually making it stick? And then how do you kind of help them through your coaching protocol to make this a more sustainable journey for them? So that is a a pretty loaded question. There's so many <laughs> there's so many layers to weight loss and weight gain. And you know, so maybe where I start is just kind of telling your listener that it's it's complicated, you know, because it's not one it we're all so unique. We all have unique physiologies. So but maybe if I put it into just concepts of different things, the first thing could be biological issues, right? Evolutionarily speaking, fat has always been a a source of conserving energy. 
you know, and in our feast of famine situations over the years, over generations, we've looked to fat to conserve in, in times of need when food was scarce. Unfortunately, in today's world of abundance, it's actually this evolutionary trade is really not helping us because food is in plenty. We're eating all the time. And so it doesn't, and also depends on like me being Asian, for example, feast of famines. It's a real thing today. I mean, people, my community, Indians or Filipinos are really, really struggling with type two diabetes because all of a sudden we are in plenty. So that's, that could be one thing. Psychological, the psychological component is also a huge thing. You know, what do we do when we're emotionally kind of distraught? We turn to food. You know, food is a source of comfort for a lot of us, right? You know, and that is the time when it, it doesn't matter how many goals you make, you perish. I'll say that. I, a stressful day, <laughs> you know, it can, <laughs> it can really, it can be for naught, you know, because you can have all the goals in the world. You've had a stressful day that can change things. So really psychological issues, stress, depression, anxiety, all of that play a part. Number three could be lifestyle you know, like an environment. How is your home environment? If you are have a lot of um, hyperpalatable foods in the house, you know, that's always like an, a tub of ice cream in the, in, in the freezer or like unhealthy things in the pantry, it is less likely that you're going to say no. Because when you're surrounded by it, if you have a plate of broccoli staring at you and a, and a plate of cookies and you've had a really hard day, which one? Are you going to go? It doesn't matter. Mercedes, it's for you and me as well. It doesn't matter. You know, we do this all day, walk the talk. But in those times of stress, it's the hyper palatable hedonic foods that are going to get us because they have the sugar and the butter and all of the things that make us feel happy. If we have that dopamine response to. So that could be another factor, right? And then there could be some gene genetic component to it and disease factors to PCOS, you know, thyroid issues. There are so many things that could be causing weight gain. So the one thing I did notice was a lot of people readily lost weight within three months. And of course, we're all excited. But I did notice that, oh, some of them gained the weight back. Not everyone, but quite a few gained the weight back. And for me, it was like, what was happening? So just looking deeper into it, it could be many things. It could be that three months was not enough time for the habits to stay. But I also noted it had a lot to do with the microbiome and the gut responses. Today, we have enough studies supporting that obesity is connected to your gut microbiome. So when I started looking into it, I really paid a lot of attention to diet during the weight management Times. So that has helped a lot. I have clients who have lost over 60, 70 pounds and have spent like two, three years not gaining the weight back. And I don't want to say it's magical. It's not. It's a lot of work, but it's also rooted in science. It is rooted in these uh, simple factors that if you keep this all in mind, then the chances of that weight coming back are less because it's not just calories in, calories out or just random things. It's different things and you put it all together. I know. Well, that's what I love. You know, I've done coaching with you before. And I think really when it comes down to 
anything that we do for our health, the sooner that we realize we have to, there's always continual maintenance, right? We don't just eat a certain way to get a result and then go back to what we were doing before because we'll just go right back to where we were previous to that. And so it's really important to, like you said, you're kind of almost just creating a new lifestyle for your clients so they can build these sustainable habits. And then that way they put in all of this work and then it continues to stay there because they don't want to go back to not treating their body well, right? The pain is really strong if they really feel like, oh my gosh, this was so worth it. And the sustainable habits are going to kick in and they're going to stick to it. But if it's just I want to lose 10 pounds because I want to fit into a dress to go to the Bahamas. That kind of weight loss will not stick in my experience. It'll come back because it's the pain is not, it's not a deep voice telling you, let's change this. Sure. No, that makes complete sense. Well, I think this is a great time to maybe talk about if you are someone struggling with weight loss, especially since now, you know, we just had the holidays, which a lot of people tend to indulge a little more in sugar and alcohol and all the things. So for anybody listening, do you have any tips or things that they can get started on right now just to kind of help bring them back to a better place and work on their their weight loss journey? Absolutely. Yeah. And yes, we've just gone through a lot of holiday eating and you know the first thing i would tell you listeners is don't overthink it don't look for quick fixes don't look for magical changes and don't be bombarded by the next shiny object you know that's happening a lot you know just stick to simple things and i would say i would go back to my nine arms of wellness let's look at your diet you know you don't have to make major changes it can be something simple adding a lots of fruits and veggies, maybe a mantra like every meal, do I have enough fiber in my diet? Remember, fiber comes from the plant kingdom, not the animal kingdom. So that really means, are you eating enough veggies? Are you eating enough fruits? Do I have enough fat in my diet? So good fats are really important to make your brain happy that you're feeling full. And do I have enough protein in my diet? You know, um, so you feel satiated and keeps you full longer. So really look at weight loss and weight management from a health perspective and use simple guidelines. Do I drink enough water? Am I pooping okay? Because just that could make you hold on to toxins. So there are so many components to weight management. The other thing could be examining your life for stress. You know, like just that one thing could be making you hold on to weight. You know, find ways to release that stress. It could be exercise, sleeping better. And speaking about sleeping, both the quality and quantity of sleep matter. Are you getting enough sleep? And are you sleeping soundly? Do you have deep sleep? Do you have REM sleep? All of that is important because like there are studies that are showing that even one day of not sleeping really well can make you eat up to 400 calories more the next day. And I have done it myself. So I know this is true, you know, that it can really make you eat up. Because you're not thinking. You're just so stressed and you're so tired. You're just mindlessly eating. So sleep and stress techniques really do, do help a lot too. And then controlling your home environment. Don't buy the ice cream. Don't buy the cookies. Or just identify if you have children, you know, or other people who are not on the same journey as you, it becomes a little bit more challenging. 
identify a place in the kitchen as yours. This is Mercedes's pantry. You know, this is the only pantry that I go to. You know, and that helps you. You know, drawing some you know kind of boundaries around what kind of foods to help until it becomes a habit. So these are small little things, and just be kind to yourself. You know, changes don't happen overnight. It doesn't happen to me. You know, it ha- doesn't happen to you. It all. All of us are human, you know, we're challenged by so many different things that it makes sense to be kind and compassionate to ourselves and just kind of just say, this is a journey. I'm on a journey and let that just flow. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. I think a lot of times we do, especially after the holidays and the first of the year, we try to overcomplicate things. We try to think that we need to do this juice cleanse or spend a bunch of money on something, but really we should just look, like you said, look back at the nine arms of wellness and just evaluate, okay, well, did I fall off my exercise routine when I was on holiday? Or did I stop drinking as much water? Like basically just get back to the basics because just doing that in and of itself is probably going to get you back to kind of your normal weight. If you did gain a couple pounds over over the holidays. So just getting back to the basics is very powerful. Like we don't have to overcomplicate it. It doesn't have to be. And I think that's where a coach does help, you know, just make those steps, making those goals a little bit more realistic, you know, doable, measurable, making those smart goals, talking through them and just making it more a a good fit for, for you rather than just something that you see on, on Instagram or something that worked for someone else may not work for you because you're unique. Your physiology is unique. So we need to respect that. Yeah. Well, speaking of having a coach, I remember the first time that I worked with you and it was the beginning. It was either the first or second quarter of 2021. And it was an extremely stressful time for me because I had just bought a business in San Diego. You know, the world's like shutting down and going crazy. And I did not have the tools to manage like that amount of stress. And so that's when I started doing coaching with you the first time, which was so valuable for me because like, you know, I know the health things like I know I'm supposed to be exercising. I know how to eat clean and I know what I'm supposed to be doing. But sometimes you are in a place of such stress that you you need help. You need someone to guide you. And you're exactly right. That is when bringing in a coach to kind of fine tune and even just give you new ideas when you're in a place of fight or flight like I was it can be so valuable and the other cool thing that I love like I love that you coach on the nine arms of wellness and so I remember doing that with you for 3 months but then like a year or two later I think in 2022 I did your 3 month like microbiome coaching where you had me do the microbiome. I think it was Biome FX. You had me do that test. We just kind of looked at my gut just to see what was going on. And so I love that you also offer, we'll get into this in another episode, but even just doing the microbiome coaching was so insightful, so powerful. I learned that I need to not eat the same things over and over again, which is really hard. I'm sure most people can relate to that. Like, you just get in your habits of these are the groceries you buy. These are the meals you make. Like you just keep having the same thing over and over. And then when I did that test and it was like, oh, your you know, gut diversity is very low. I'm like, oh, well, 
That makes sense because I do, I'm a creature of habit. Like I, even though it's healthy and whole foods, like I typically eat the same things. And so going through this process with you has helped so much just with building up my microbiome. And I know you are working on something right now, very special pertaining to the microbiome. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I'm super excited about it. I'm writing a book about the microbiome. It's almost at the very end of it. And it's not just about the microbiome and making it very clear. And so just for the general audience, because there are plenty of books on the microbiome, but I wanted a book based on my clients' needs, right? So everyone said, oh, I know I wish there was a book that really talked about the microbiome, but also gave us practical steps on how to improve my diversity and things like that. So that got me thinking because people are always telling me, oh, you should write a book. And I wasn't sure what kind of a book would really contribute to the world. You know, I didn't want to add more noise. But this all of a sudden was like, yes, this is the book that I should write that would help my clients and my prospective clients because I'm really super passionate about the microbiome. There's like everybody knows how much research is coming out about the microbiome and how every aspect of our health is connected to these little critters living inside you, on you like trillions of them, you know, and taking care of them becomes, again, collective responsibility. And so I kind of wrote this book from almost like their perspective. How do I feed them? How do I take care of them so they take care of us? So it's going to have a lot of wonderful recipes. And for me, uh, Mercedes, just from just having gone through this, my own health struggles, and remembering that a lot of it happens because we, like you said, creatures of habit, we look to convenience because we are on this fast track life and convenience is important. So I take to the same mantra and my recipes are convenience leads to consistency. But the convenience is having recipes that don't have like a gazillion, you know, ingredients slaving over the stove for like five hours. Who has the time? I certainly don't making them simple. And so every day you are increasing your diversity, you're increasing your, uh, making your gut healthier and stronger and more resilient. So your immune system is strong, your blood glucose is steady, weight management is easier. There are so many components to it. We do know that a lot of the non-communicable diseases, NCDs are connected to the microbiome. So that's a huge exploration in itself. And connecting it all to diet and lifestyle is how I've laid out the book, The Nine Arms of Wellness and the Microbiome. Yeah. Well, I definitely cannot wait for that to come out. It's going to be amazing. I think that's one thing. You know, there's so many facets to health and how to eat. And, you know, there's so many different things to look at. But I feel like until I met you, I never once thought about, you know, diversifying the bacteria, the good bacteria in my gut and what that meant and what that looked like. And, you know, you shared with me, even if, I mean, regardless of where you are in your health journey, but especially if you're in a younger age and you may want to start a family at some point, the health of your gut, of course, impacts you directly. It impacts your immune system, but it's also going to affect your future children, which really, whenever you told me that, that really stuck with me and honestly made me take my gut health a little bit more serious. So I always appreciated that. Well, Anu, how can my listeners, how can they continue to follow you or connect with you outside of this podcast? Well, they can um, 
DM me on my Instagram. They can schedule a 30-minute consult with me on my website. I am just currently right now just training new coaches in Nine Arms of Wellness. So there are going to be more and more coaches who are trained this way to help more people. That's my passion. That's my uh, purpose is to get more and more people connected to diet and lifestyle and see this as food is medicine and really take that with them. So yeah, either through scheduling a consult with me or through Instagram or website would be the best way. Okay, perfect. Well, I will include your Instagram and your website in the show notes so everyone can go look that up if they need to connect with you. But thank you again so much for taking the time, sharing your insight. And I can't wait to have you on again, especially when the book comes out so we can kind of unpack the microbiome even more. That will be such a great episode. So thank you so much, Anu, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this information was valuable and that you share it with a friend or family member who is struggling to find answers to their health issues and they want help moving forward with their healing journey. If you want to keep the conversation going, follow me on Instagram at drmercedescook. To request a consultation to work together, head to uppercervicalsd.com. I appreciate you tuning in and I look forward to seeing you here next week to dive into the next topic together.